Hey everybody, welcome back to Chelsea Disgrace Podcast. As always, I'm your host Chelsea Grace and uh, today I'm going to share with you the story of my chiropractor journey. Um, But first, I have some very exciting news. Uh, It's not really exciting for you guys, but it's got quite the treat for myself. Um, If you're a super fan of Chelsea Disgrace Podcast, which you should be, um, then you probably listened to the episode called Mr. Hot and Sour. And if you didn't, let's just do a quick recap. Um, It was about this guy who came to town and went down on me with such precision and such dedication and such carefully crafted skill that it was like I was having an out-of-body experience. It was literally like my soul melted inside of me and then came out of my vagina and then reformed into the shape of me and stood over my bed. And then the soul-like apparition of me just watched in awe as this like gift from God breathed life and hope into the vagina of my real-life body with this like perfectly sculpted mouth and I just thought to myself the whole time like this cannot be happening like there there's no way this is real I'm not this lucky of a person uh, but it was real and it was happening to me and it was hands down the best oral of my life and then he was gone back to uh, where he came from and uh, I didn't even attempt to contact him again which um, because I knew that like a beaver chomp like that probably only comes around like once in a girl's lifetime if she's super lucky that is Um, however sometimes when uh, the stars are aligned and when karma owes you a favor and when you uh, put out positive vibes and never forget to do your kegels sometimes just sometimes a miracle can happen a pussy miracle I received a message uh, a couple weeks ago from Mr. Hot and Sour telling me he was coming to town and that he would like to see me. And upon receiving this message, my head was like, what if it's like supposed to just be a one-time thing? Like one absolutely amazing night of sex to like raise your standards for all other men and then you're never meant to see him again. Um, but then he sent me this message. I'll read it to you. <clears throat> I'd like to see you, and by see you, I mean kiss you and feel up your body and grab your tits and undress you and kiss your body and tease you and kiss your thighs, then dye my wet tongue into your pussy and lick it up and down and stop to do little swirls around your clit and plunge my penis inside you and fuck you until you come with your legs all wrapped around me and my tongue in your mouth. I'm going to keep your panties on and breathe my warm breath through them and kiss your pussy firmly until I hear your voice shake a bit. Then I'm going to slide them to one side and breathe on it up close so you can feel my warm breath cascade over it. Then I'm going to press the tip of my tongue into the very bottom of it and lick upwards, pushing my tongue deep inside as I go up and finishing with those swirls on your clit. Then I'm going to swallow the pussy juices in my mouth and start eating your pussy until you come in my face. Do we have a deal? And I'm just like, do, do we have a deal? Uh, 
yeah, I think we have a fucking deal. Like, I'd be an idiot not to take this deal. Like, this is a better deal than the Louisiana Purchase. Like, it's better than buying Halloween candy on November 1st. Like, I once played a game of gin, and the winner got the last soft taco, and I was dealt a gin. I was dealt a gin, and that still wasn't a better deal than this. Um, like if I was going on the game show deal or no deal and I was down to two cases and one possibly containing a million dollars and the other possibly containing a hundred bucks and Howie Mandel was all like, okay, like we're getting a call from the banker. Like, mm, okay. I'll let her know. Thanks. Um, okay. So you have like a 50, 50 shot of winning a million dollars, but, uh, the banker is prepared to offer you the best oral of your life to quit this show right now. And I'd be like, done, like, deal, yes, push the button, like, call me a postage stamp because I want you to lick me up and down and then send me on my way. Like, I am in. Uh, then he said something that I've never actually heard before, which um, caught me off guard because I'm usually very well-versed in sexual innuendos. Um, he said, I really, enjoy, uh, I really enjoyed the last time I mucked your barn. So, um... So he went from using very descriptive words like cascade um, to uh, comparing going down on me to shoveling horse shit out of a barn. So, excuse me, I'm not really sure uh, how um, I was supposed to take that. I mean, I guess shoveling horse shit is hard work, but pays off in the end, um, as does going down on me. So I guess they're similar in that sense, but I've just never heard um, Munching Box described in such a like hillbilly-like way. I was actually quite impressed. Uh, I pictured him saying it with like a piece of straw sticking out of his mouth, like, like yeah, I mucked your barn. Like, sadly, it still turned me on. Um, so after receiving this message, it was still uh, about two weeks away until um, he was going to be in town. So for two weeks, I had to walk around with a boner, just thinking about the events to come. Like every time I had a free minute, I would just stare off into space and daydream about the pleasures coming my way. And then I'd find myself in like a puddle of my own like sexy juices. And I had to wear rain boots everywhere I went for like two weeks. I just like I felt like a kid again, like just waiting for Christmas and uh, I kept counting how many sleeps were left until he came to town and I kind of wanted to make like an advent calendar but instead of filling it with like chocolate or candy it had like lubes and condom in it uh, condoms in it like kind of like a like a sexy advent calendar for grown-ups and I was all like, oh, like, I hope he remembers where I live. Maybe I should leave some, like, cookies and milk on my nightstand. And I even told him, I was like, straight up, like, I feel like Santa Claus is coming to town. And he was all like, more like Panta Claus because I'm going to get in those pants. And it was the worst joke I've ever heard. But um, it only made me hornier for some strange reason. So I spent that two weeks praying I didn't get my period and I thought that if I took like extra special care of my vagina that she would reward me by not bleeding while he was in town. So I promised her I would exfoliate her twice a day um, except I'm much too poor to afford like a nice exfoliating scrub. So I just brought home some like leftover coffee grinds from work and I just used the coffee grinds on my vagina, which some people like thought was weird, but I figure like maybe it'll be like 
a nice caffeine boost for him when he goes down there. And uh, I use the bold roast, so I hope he likes his coffee strong. Um, he can add some cream in if you know what I'm saying. But um, yeah, coffee grinds actually do a quite the nice job when it comes to exfoliate, uh, exfoliating vaginas. Um, I also told her that um, we would uh, hold off on masturbating and sex until he came to town. So we had all this like pent up sexual energy, but um, she just laughed at that idea and I did too. And we decided not to make any like drastic decisions like that. Um, I made sure to do my Kegels all day, every day when I was at work, which I'm sure didn't help because let's be honest, like me doing Kegel exercises probably has the similar effect as uh, trying to put like a muffler back on with scotch tape. But uh, I just did them, you know, just in case. And um, then when it was time for uh, the big day, I started thinking like, oh my God, like there's been so much hype for this. Like what if it's bad? And I started thinking of like terrible scenarios. Like what if by me using like coffee scrub on my vagina, it caused my vagina to develop like a coffee addiction. And now that I've stopped using it, it becomes like tired and bitchy and won't perform well. Or like, what if the sex doesn't go as smooth as last time? Like, what if the position changes are like awkward? Like, what if it's like a bad PowerPoint presentation? Like nothing ruins the mood more than a bad transition. Like sweaty limbs all tangled together and my hair's like stuck in his armpit and like a queef trying to get into sitting position or something horrible. But, um, I decided to calm my nerves with a large glass of whiskey and water while I awaited his arrival, which um, did calm my nerves a bit. Once he uh, once he got there, my nervousness just kind of left my body, like kind of like when you're at someone else's house and you have to take a dump and you're scared it won't flush because you weren't like familiar with their toilet. And then you just watch it go down with ease, and you're just like, oh, thank God, like relief, like no other. So we talked for about 35 seconds before we got uh, down to business and uh, ho, ho, holy shit, uh, Santa came to town all right. Um, I must have been a, uh, a very good girl this year because he brought me a sack full of orgasms, all kinds of orgasms. Um, at one point, I remember screaming to my ceiling and thinking like of an elaborate plan to kidnap this man and keep him in my basement for all eternity. Um, there's like a little cubby hole under my stairs where like I keep my purses and I think maybe he could probably fit there. I'm not sure. But um, during an orgasm that he gave me with his mouth, uh, I think I may have broke out into like Ave Maria. Like it was straight up like Ave Maria. Like it was fucking majestic as shit and for this i am very grateful like i'm very happy with how everything turned out um the only like slightly embarrassing thing that happened um was when he we went to consummate our burning passion um we couldn't find his pants which contained the condoms he brought so i was like oh like i don't know maybe check the box on my nightstand like there might be one or two in there so he reaches in and he pulls out like a whole fucking Rolodex of condoms, like just a whole slew of them. And it looked like grandma's like picture wallet, like just 
chilling next to my bed out in the open. So that made me kind of look like a bit of a whore. And then um, after uh, we had sex, in an attempt to rehydrate, he grabbed the glass on my nightstand thinking it was water, but it was definitely what was left of my very strong whiskey and water, so now I look like a whore with a drinking problem. But uh, hey, if the six-inch heels fit, right? Um, So yes, I am very excited to announce that I was fortunate enough to have another top-notch encounter with Mr. Hot and Sour. Um, so that story took a little bit longer than anticipated, so I'll get um, right into my topic, which is um, the adventurous world of chiropractic adjustments. So a few weeks ago, uh, I fucked up my back while putting on my bed sheets, and my mom also um, has a bad back. So I talked to her about it, and she asked me like how I heard it, and she asked um, why I changed my bed sheets so often, and I explained to her that... I sometimes worry when I have a guy over that he'll somehow smell the guy I previously had over on my bed sheets, and then it would cause some sort of dominance issue, and then he might like pee on my bed, causing me to have to wash him again anyway. So my mom's like, Charles, like have some decorum, and I have no idea what that means. So I Googled it and found out it means uh, behavior in keeping with good taste. And I was like, Mom, do you even know me at all? So um, after one of her pep talks about uh, my self-respect she took me to the walk-in clinic because I couldn't bear the pain any longer and of course I looked just totally awful like just so gross it was like a piece of shit who had three like children and a sinus infection like it was terrible so um, I'm in the waiting room and uh, again, because like, I've mentioned this in my last podcast, I have a sense of uh, hot guys. So I'm like, mom, this doctor's going to be hot. I, again, I know it. And she's like, how do you have this gift? Like, how can you do this every time? And I'm like, mom, if there's one thing in the world I'm good at, it's like detecting hot men using all my five senses. And of course, he was like a 10 out of 10, like tattoos, like beard, totally my type. And um, then he was like, oh, anything else concerning you besides your back? And I was like, yes, I need a date to this wedding coming up. And again, I was shot down. He was like, oh, yeah, I can't help you there. But any medical concerns? And I'm like, yeah, like my heart is fucking broken. You dick fucks. I want to take a look at that. Um, but I just said no, and I hobbled away with my tail between my legs, because whenever I try to hit on doctors, it never seems to work. So, uh, the next week, I had to go to my very first chiropractor appointment, and I was nervous, because I didn't know what to expect. I just assumed it would end in sex, because the only experience I've had with chiropractors is the ones I watch on porn. So I had to fill out this long questionnaire and it was like, oh, have you had any surgeries? And I was like, breast reduction. And then it asked me for side effects of surgery. And I was like, less attention from men. Ha ha ha. Just kidding. Like hoping it would give the front desk lady a little giggle or something. Um, So then the assistant, who I call Fat Cheryl, because she is fat and her name is Cheryl, uh, brings me into a little room and tells me to take my shirt and bra off. And I'm like, yep, 
like just as I thought, this is going down exactly like the porn. In about five minutes, Fat Cheryl will be scissoring me like she's making paper snowflakes, and I'll leave with a back more sore than what I came with. But um, instead, Cheryl ran some device over my back to scan my insides or something, which felt very nice. And she was very sweet and gentle. So now I call her um, nice fat Cheryl. And uh, then she told me to put my clothes back on and I waited for the doctor. So about three minutes later, he walks in and he is sexy AF, like 10 out of 10 hot ass dilf of a chiropractor with like stunning eyes and a smile that made me want to like stick my clitoris in it. And he's all like, hi, I'm Dr. Pie. As if he wasn't perfect already. His name is Dr. Pie. Like I fucking love pie. And I'm sure I'd love fucking pie if you know what I mean. So he was all like talking and stuff about bones or something. I don't know. I honestly was just looking at his dick the whole time wondering how big it was. And if I can somehow convince him like my tension was in my vagina. So then he whips out the questionnaire I filled out earlier and I like had a heart attack and I didn't know you'd read it right in front of me. So I sat there like sweating in the chair, like hoping he would just laugh at my joke, which he did, which made him even more hot. Uh, so then he made me do all these like bendy movements to see my range of motion. And I'm thinking like, here's my chance to show him how flexible I can be. Like maybe a little foot behind my head action. But it turns out my back was preventing me from being sexy. So he tells me to turn my back to him and touch my toes. So my ass is like right in his face, which was so completely awkward because I have like no ass. And also I can't touch my toes because I have three layers of fat and cellulite standing in the way of accomplishing this like Cirque du Soleil shit. So then he says, Okay, I want you to touch your toes again, but this time I'm going to hold your pelvis. And I was like, yes, you fucking yes. So just like hold on to that shit, like hold it from the inside if you want. Um, So then he pushes up against my body and we're like dick to butt and he reaches his arm around me holding my pelvis and tells me to bend over again trying to touch my toes. And it was so fucking hot. I felt like it was like the sex scene from like Dirty Dancing or something. Um, then I turn around, I'm slightly out of breath due to all the sexual tension, and he says to me, well, it seems that your glutes aren't strong enough to hold up your pelvis. And I'm like, excuse me, my, my glutes aren't strong enough to hold up my pelvis. So in other words, what you're saying is that my ass isn't toned enough to hold up my big, giant vagina. Like, could this be more embarrassing? Yeah, yes, it actually could be more embarrassing because after finding out that my vagina is so big that my flat, flabby ass can hold it up, he showed me some leg stretches called the clamshells where I then queefed on him. Yes, that is right. My big, fat vagina queefed all up on my hot-as-fuck chiropractor. And now, I obviously, I can't ever go back there again. Like, I would no longer get to feel the gentle touch of nice fat Cheryl's delicate hands or Dr. Pie's dick in my back as I try to touch my toes, all because my big mouth vagina couldn't shut up for one freaking clamshell stretch. (sighs) But uh, I am happy to report that my back has been getting better, and I've been spending um, 
a lot of time resting it up and uh, a lot of time on my back. No, I don't mean sexually. I just mean I've been switching up my sleeping position to better support my body, you sick bucks. But um, yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that because I'm too embarrassed. But uh, as always, I'm here to make you feel better about yourself. One Chelsea Grace problem at a time. See ya.